Welcome to The Lioness Method, a podcast where we chat with female entrepreneurs and business leaders who share their hottest tips for creating long-lasting success that you can implement today. And now, here's your host, Narissa Sue, Master Integrated Breakthrough Coach. Well, hello, Lioness. Welcome back. I am Narissa Sue, Leadership and Legacy Coach. And today we are going to be chatting with Tiffany Kane. And I thought it was really important to bring Tiffany on the show to talk to you beautiful ladies today because uh, we recently met at She Podcast Live and I just absolutely loved her energy. I was instantly drawn to her because she's incredibly warm and her subject matter. Uh, She is um, helping ladies out that are going through difficult relationships and divorce. And a little bit more about Tiffany. Uh, she is also a podcast host, which is how we met uh, in Arizona. And she is a love and life coach. She's a public speaker and a writer. And Tiffany is also a survivor of a toxic, abusive marriage. And she weaves in her personal experience to create empathy and connection with the women that she serves. So ladies, uh, please welcome Miss Tiffany Kane. Tiffany, how are you today? Thank you so much for that warm welcome. That was quite lovely. I'm great. It's a beautiful Sunday and I'm happy to be here with you today. Wonderful. No, I can't wait to get into asking you some great questions because I know as a uh, woman who just recently went through a divorce uh, about a year ago, or maybe about two, I'm kind of losing track of time, which is a good sign. Um, <laughs> that it is quite the arduous process. So I am really excited for you to share uh, your knowledge. And ladies, if you're watching this right now live, you can also join us backstage after this segment uh, in the uh, Facebook group, Lioness Entrepreneurs and Business Leaders Uncaged for all access to the second half of our interview where Tiffany will be talking about sharing her best kept secrets on how to say yes to your growth as an entrepreneur. So we're really excited for all of that, all the things. Yay. So Tiffany, <laughs> yay. <laughs> so yeah, so let's get started. Um, and maybe you can share a little bit more about uh, your vision and how you serve uh, women um, that are going through divorce um, and, and what, what your process is a little bit. Sure. Um, So really, my whole, when I was going through my divorce, I felt so alone. I felt so isolated and just didn't feel connection. And part of that came from the type of marriage I was in where I had been disconnected from everybody. I'd been isolated. And um, so going through the process for myself was very difficult and painful. And I realized I really want to help other women. I found great help through a relationship coach who really helped me to grow and learn. And I had so much to learn when you're in a difficult marriage. A lot of times you don't have very strong boundaries. You don't have a strong sense of self. You don't, your sense of self-worth often gets um, quite damaged. And I know that in my process of getting help, all of those things 
grew and really helped me to figure out who I am and to become my best version of myself. So my goal now is to really create a sense of community and connection and help women find the path that will take them to their best self so that they, you know, can can release those feelings of shame that are often attached to divorce, the feelings of isolation that are often attached, um, just the the financial struggles and so many of the stressors and anxieties. My goal is to help relieve so many of those by giving women the tools that they need to really live a joyful life. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's so, it's so needed and so necessary because there is so much pain out there right now. And it's, I I feel like divorce is just like a perfect storm. It it just, Mm -hmm. I feel like everything in my life began to fall apart right around that time. And uh, so having somebody like yourself that can really step in and and guide through that process, I think is, is incredibly Mm -hmm. valuable. And um, so what are some of the things that you uh, do um, or that you've done yourself in your own process to help you really get there and get through um, that challenge? I, I believe the biggest step is asking for help, right? And that is Amen, the hardest sister. step. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is the hardest step. It takes so much more courage to ask for help than it does to go on, go it on your own, right? When we go it on our own, we tend to be very armored, we do what Brene Brown calls of, you know, having the armored front, but then we have the soft back. And so we push people away. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then when something does get through, it damages us to our core. So for me, when you ask for that help, you're opening up and softening that front. You're learning how to have that strong back, those strong boundaries, those that strong sense of self, that strong sense of self-worth and self-love. And then you can be soft and inviting on the front and ask for help and receive the help. And then Brene Brown adds the extra element of the wild heart, right? Of mm, continuing, yeah, yeah, continuing to have that kind of wild, playful, joyful, curious spirit inside you so that you can receive, you can be curious, and you can have your strong boundaries. And that for me is the cornerstone of everything that I do. Any coaching that I do, any connection I have with anybody, it's let's explore how we can create that. Because I know for me personally, boundaries, I I had no idea. I, I often talk about it with the people in my community of I left my marriage having just no idea what boundaries were. And I was talking to my therapist and and was telling her, oh, well, you know, I'm okay with this and I'm okay with that. And I don't really know what I like because, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. I'll go with whatever people want. And she said, you don't have a strong sense of boundaries. And I I think that that's huge. Just to interrupt for a second, just because I really want to emphasize this point that um, a lot of the women that I work with as well, like they they really don't have a sense of what their clear Mm -hmm. boundaries are. So how can we essentially guide our relationships in all areas of our life if we're not even aware of our own boundaries? Exactly, and boundaries are very different than rigid rules, right? And that's where people get confused in those rigid rules. That's that armored front 
that's those very, very strict, very rigid rules that make it very hard to make connection, make it very easy to get hurt. Whereas boundaries are those things that uh, protect us in the back. Those are that strong back. I know who I am. I know what I like. I know what I'm worth. I have a good sense of self-worth and I won't be hurt. You can't reject me because the only person that can reject me is me. And if you're choosing mm -hmm. not to be in my circle, my sphere, my world right now, that's okay. That's your decision. That's really not about me. It's about where you're at right now. And so learning how to give people the permission to come and go in your life really as they need and you accepting what you're worth, then that becomes such a, a safe, warm, welcoming place to be. That was so beautiful what you just said. Can you say that again? About... <laughs> I don't know if I can say that again. <laughs> one, just that one part, the one part where you said it's boundaries about are about accepting Accepting yeah. yourself. Yes. Because yes. I it's think that a lot of a, a lot of women see it as a finite boundary. Like, oh, yes. this is a fence I'm putting up rather than yes. an outline of me, mine, and mine, mm -hmm. right? Of, of I, making yeah, that I think of a, who you are. A good example is maybe you're out on a first date. Okay. And if you have a rule on the first date, your rule may be around, oh, the man. Um, if he doesn't hold open the door for me, he is not a gentleman. Or if he chews loudly, then that just means he has bad manners and he's terrible. <laughs> or if he doesn't pull out my chair for me, then that that just means he doesn't care for me and, and he's not a good man. And then I'm going to sit at dinner all night long and I'm going to see the, and be angry because he didn't pull out my chair for me. So those are very rigid rules that we may have that end up hurting us, right? Because now I'm sitting at dinner with this other human being who I'm angry at, right? Because he's not a gentleman. He didn't hold open my door or he didn't pull out my chair or he's chewing too loudly. Versus I have a good, strong sense of myself. And I know that it feels good when a man acts like a gentleman, when he holds open the door or he pulls out my chair. I know those things feel very good and I feel very respected with that. And those are things I value. Hmm. But if this doesn't happen this time, I also have a sense of abundance of saying, maybe he's a little bit nervous right now. Maybe, you know, I'm such a goddess that he's getting a little bit nervous in my, my <laughs> energy. So I'm going to give him another chance. I'm going to give him the opportunity to show me who he is. And I'm going to be here fully present in the moment. I'm, I'm in, interacting with another human being. I'm going to listen to his story. This may be somebody I want to go on a second date with. It may not be. That's okay. I'm just going to be here present right now and enjoying. I'm going to notice what feels good. I'm going to notice what doesn't feel good. And then I can move on from there. So do you see the difference in the feeling of that? And just how you're allowing yourself to enjoy the evening, even if he's not your guy, that's okay. And I love that because it, it, you mentioned a few things, just being calm and present, right? And just allowing yourself to enjoy the experience. I think all those things are beautiful. And I heard also recently that boundaries are a way uh, not to push people away, but mm -hmm. to invite them to continue yes. to have a relationship with you. So I really, yes. I love those sentiments you just shared. Yeah. Now you seem so wise and so calm uh, <laughs> around love and relationship. 
so I know that there's a, a very amazing story uh, behind that. So what type of challenges did you need to break through to become the love and relationship expert that you are today? I definitely don't consider myself an expert. I am a learner on the journey as well. And so I learn along with the people in my community and the people that I work with because I don't know if this is ever anything that anyone can be a true expert on. It changes day by day, circumstance by circumstance. So I'm a 47-year-old single mom. I've been divorced seven years. And truly every phase of my life, um, the relationships around me change and morph and alter. And so this is why I say it's hard to become an expert because you're experiencing new things all the time and new challenges and new conditions. I'm in a, a relationship right now. I've been there for two years and, you know, he's, we're living together now and melding our lives and starting a business together. And so every day that is changing and I'm, I'm needing to learn new skills, new communication skills and new strategies to really get to know each other on a very respectful, connected level. So Will I ever be an expert? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think it's something that you and I have talked about is this curiosity, this open curiosity. And that's how I try to live my life of, all right, whatever it is I'm feeling in this moment, I'm curious about it. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling that? How does this feeling serve me? How does this feeling hurt me? Or whatever experience comes my way, I'm curious, how will I deal with that? And by no means am I perfect. I have my days where I crawl into bed and put the covers over my head and just like nobody <laughs> talk to me right now. I, I think we all have our days like that. Um, so I, I think my biggest word of advice to the women that I work with is let's be curious on this journey together. Let's stay open. Let's stay curious. Let's receive the messages that we're being given, whether they're, they're lessons that are difficult or they're lessons that are happy, there's something to learn. So let's stay curious about that and let's be on, let's go on this journey together and let's explore it together. So that's, that's how I, I go about things. I, I love that so much. And I, I have a similar philosophy. And one of the things that I, I share with my clients is that they are the expert on being themselves. They are mm -hmm. expert on all things. Um, about them. And so that makes them most qualified to yeah. really take charge and empower themselves to walk on this journey together. Right. Mm -hmm. um, because it ultimately that's, that's what we do as culture, as coaches is in, empower and um, allow women to go on this journey, but with a guy that has that wisdom. Yes. So it, yes. yes. So I love that. And uh, what are some things that you're working on personally right now that will allow you to serve your clients in a bigger and better way? Oh, I love this question so much. I think I'm doing a lot of inner work of being able to see opportunities as they come and receive those, say yes to those. Mm -hmm. It is very human nature to protect yourself and try to stay in a safe place that comfort zone, your, your, um, your nervous system automatically says, oh, this is a little scary. Let's step back. Let's stay in this safe place. But growth doesn't happen in that safe place. 
uh, it's very comfortable, but it's, it's, there's not growth. And so I'm working very hard to stay in that growth zone. And the growth zone can often be a little bit scary, a little bit uncomfortable. A little um, bit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a lot uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, you're we making decisions. Enjoy it, though. Yeah. And you're, you're making decisions about things that um, you're, you, you can't, you know, the path is very curved and you can't quite see where is this decision going to take me. And you really just have to have the faith and the, the knowing inside yourself that whatever happens from this decision, I will be able to turn into a positive learning experience. This may not work out the way I thought, but I will get something great out of this and mm-hmm. be able to build on it. And so that's what I'm really working on for myself. Um, I've been in a, a very steady, stable corp- yeah, position. I, I'm a public school teacher in my day job, and I've been there for 20 years. I've been very, you know, it's a very stable position to be in. Um, but it's not very expansive. There's not a lot of room for growth. And so now I'm stepping out of that and I'm saying I'm leaving room for growth and what this next step means and leaving behind that steady, stable, you know, insurance and retirement and all of that and saying, okay, I have faith that I can create all of this for myself. And it's been a great journey going forth on that and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that because it it really does take courage. It takes courage Mm -hmm. to jump out there and say, you know, this is uh, something that I've been doing as as my career. And now I have this new calling in my heart. Like, I'm sure there was a moment when you knew that there was a greater purpose, that teaching is a beautiful calling um, in the way that you've been doing it. Uh, But what was it that called you to really step forward and, and really step into this new version of yourself to serve women? It was a no. <laughs> I And this is where I've learned that every time somebody tells you no, there's a yes somewhere around that no, right? A new door opened that says yes. So I got a no. I mm. was applying for a promotion and very qualified for the promotion and knew I was the right person for it. And I got a no. And the reason they said no was because I had too much passion and I, those are the exact words. You have You're too like, much passion. You're like, how is that passion. a bad thing exactly? Right. I don't understand that. <laughs> right. Too much passion. And so as I mold on that and I thought about that, I realized, okay, you don't want me. If I'm going to get this promotion and, and the person was lovely and let me coach you, let me help you, let me help you get this job for the next time. But all of the ways they were coaching me and trying to help me was let's dim your light. Let's put you in a basket. Let's, 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 you know, make you just a little bit smaller so you fit into this image of what we want. And I thought, oh, okay. I didn't get that for a reason. And it's because you don't really want me. Mm. You want somebody else. And that's okay. Being able to say that's okay. Because they're not rejecting me. Mm-hmm. They are just looking for somebody else that will be able to do that job in a different way than I would. I would be a change maker. I would be passionate. I would say, you know, let's go forward. Let's let's change things. And that's not the person they wanted for the position. So they didn't reject me. 
They're just looking for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And when I sat with that and I let myself feel the feelings and I let myself really think about it, then all these doors opened, all these yes doors opened. And I went, I have options. I have so many different paths I could go down to create a yes for myself. And I started exploring those. And the one that felt really, really good for me was starting this podcast, becoming a coach, and the insane number of doors that have opened from this are mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. I never saw this on my path, and it was just that act of saying, okay, this no, there's a yes somewhere around it. Let me find Mm it. I just, I have chills, but so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it, it resonates. I know that the woman listening, it resonates with her too, because there's so often like what you're sharing is so often that we hang on so tightly to what's familiar uh, to the point where Mm -hmm. our hands are closed and we just let go of what's familiar. Like you're saying, be willing to get uncomfortable then all of a sudden our hands are wide open to receive all the other things that are just waiting around us. Mm -hmm. So I just, I love that so much about your share. And, you know, another thing is we, we get messages constantly. The universe is constantly telling us this isn't your path. This might be a better path for you. And we so often take, this is not your path, and we bump against it, and we bump against it, and we <laughs> try to battle through it and push through mm-hmm. it and chip away at it and go, no, this is my path. This is, I went to school for this. I've been in this career 20 years. This is my path, whether it, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's your relationship with your children, maybe it's your career, whatever it is, when we get these no's, we take it as, oh, I'm going to chip away at this no. And when we so hyper-focus on that, there's everything around it that we don't see and that we ignore and that we're not letting in. And so what if we took this no and went, okay, let me look at that. Is is that no something I can change? Is there something I can do to, to open that door and that no becomes a yes? Or is that no a no because this isn't the right path for me? This is a brick wall on the path and there's other paths that I could take. And where's your energy better spent? And too many times we focus right here for years and years and years. I did 19 years in my marriage. I focused on the no. How do I make this marriage work? How do I make Mm -hmm. it work? And um, yeah, sometimes you just have to let go. Oh my gosh. You just said it. I think that that's the key to life right there is just being able to let go and just see and just be like, everything is happening for me, for my highest good right now mm-hmm. in this moment. And just let go and just kind of be, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier about being just a, a careful observer, staying curious yes. and willing yes. to experience what life has to offer us instead of forcing things to happen. So there was something else that you said about um, inspiration and just being you know, really clear on what it was that you wanted to express in this part of your life. Cause it, it is a new chapter essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that you're creating this new uh, highest best self in this, in this um, new territory, what are some of the things that, that help you stay inspired and maintain that clarity uh, so you can serve? There are a few things. 
connections are, I think, the number one. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you connecting with? Are you staying curious about those connections? So a big thing for me is having these wonderful different pockets of people that surround me that bring out different pieces and parts of my growth. You know, I have my my book club, which are my like soul sisters, and we go on um, girls retreats together, and they're very uplifting. And we're, we we study all these books and really grow each other, and we know the in, in and outs of each other, and, and that becomes that very soul enriching. I have an entrepreneurial mastermind I belong to, and we really we come to each other with these crazy, insane ideas. And take those crazy, insane ideas and make them even bigger and work on them together, which is fantastic because in education, I've been surrounded by a lot of people that are like, nope, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and so to be surrounded by people that are like, yes, and what if? And that's just so thrilling. And then I'm an avid reader. I'm an avid listener to podcasts. Oh, yes. Tell us about yes. some of the books. What, do you, what are some of your favorite, most a book oh. that you felt that made the biggest impact on you. Okay. Huge impacts. Brene Brown, for sure. Yes. I mean, oh I just love Brene Brown, pretty much anything. And I give her books as gifts all the time because I just think her books are so important. Braving the Wilderness and Daring Greatly. Those are my mm -hmm. two favorites of hers. Um, actually, Ashley Stahl kind of got me on this journey. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She has a book called U-Turn. And mm -hmm. it was the first time I'd really considered oh, wait a minute, because her idea is you can make a U-turn in your life, like you can shift things for yourself. And I'd never really considered that. I'm going to have to look that one. one up. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's very accessible. And it was perfect for where I was at, because I just needed somebody saying, hey, you can actually do this. Like, this is easy. Let's think about this. And her thing is sometimes it's a, a little shift, just a small shift and try these little shifts and then find where you need to go. So I really enjoy that book. Um, and then I'm just, I love fiction. I love fiction. Mm. Oh, Martha Beck. Oh, Martha Beck. I love <laughs> The Way of Integrity. She's not fiction. That's nonfiction. But then I read The Midnight Library right after reading Mar Martha Beck. And Mar Midnight Library is a fiction book that really goes in alignment with that way of integrity. So you get kind of the cerebral way of integrity with Martha Beck, and then you get this fictional, this is what it could like in some look like in somebody's life way of integrity. And it was just a, really beautiful to read those together. I could talk about books all day. Nisa, all <laughs> I day, love it. Well, I, I love books too. <laughs> I love it. So it's always nice to meet a fellow book lover. Yay. So, there's so there's so much wisdom. I feel like I I buy books all the time, and then I end up reading multiple books at the same time yes. because I'm just like I want to get my hands in all of them. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there's just not that. enough time in the day for all the books I want to read. <laughs> exactly, and we're like doing audible and reading. But I I love mm -hmm. the I love the feeling of actually holding a paper book. I think there's oh, something me really too. special about that. Me too. And seeing it on my bedside table and seeing it in my bookcase. I have this thing where as long as I have a bookcase full of books, I feel wealthy. Like <laughs> I don't care where I live. Like when I when I um, got divorced, I ended up moving into a one bedroom, little 500 square foot place with my two boys. And I was like, as long as I have a bookcase, I'm going to feel wealthy. I don't I don't care. I really don't care that I'm in one bedroom. I just want my books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
No, I love that. Well, I want to be mindful of your time. And so I have one more question, which is sure. what's next for you? What are you working on? That's really exciting and kind of getting you out of bed right now. Oh my goodness. Okay. So this journey of starting a podcast and connecting with women has opened a whole business that I never knew I could be in. Um, people started asking me, well, how do you do this podcasting thing? Help, help me. And so I have been um, training, coaching people on starting their own podcast. And it's been really exciting. And the I think one of the really exciting pieces of this is I, my partner has been brought into this business. So now we're business partners on it. Not only is he my boyfriend, we're business partners. And I'm seeing a whole side of him I never saw before. He's seeing a side of me. Mm -hmm. And then we are just like on fire together with all these ideas and the connections we're making. We, we got our LLC, celebrated it with a glass of champagne. And uh, it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's so exciting when you stay open to the possibilities and when, when people say, oh, how do you do this? Can you teach me? Instead of going, oh, no, no, no. Find somebody with more experience. If you go, oh, yeah, I can help you with that. I can do that. And the more you say yes, then the more doors open and a path opens up in front of you that you never knew existed. And that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. I love that. There's actually, um, I think it was Tina Fey's book where she talks about her journey um, with mm. SNL and how she just kept saying yes. And there's so much power behind just saying yes to opportunities, even when we have no idea how we're going to get it done. It's like, we're going to yes. learn and we're going to learn and we're going to get it done because we're women and we can do it together. Right. Yes. So I I love that so much. And I think that's a great place for us to, to uh, leave it. I think that was so okay. beautiful. Thank you for sharing um, uh, so much about your story today. And for those of you who are listening live right now, um, or if you want to uh, join us backstage right now, we are going to be moving over to the Facebook group, the Lioness Entrepreneurs and Business Leaders Uncaged. And Tiffany's going to keep sharing some wisdom with us on how to say yes and continue to grow. So we'll dive a little bit deeper. And so feel free to pop over there right now into the Facebook group and join us for that part. Now, Tiffany, before we sign off, what's the best way for, uh, for us to reach out to you and connect with you to get more information about you and your work? Excellent. Come on over, visit me on Instagram. I'm at Tiffany Kane, T-I-P-H-A-N-Y-K-A-N-E. Uh, you can come listen to my podcast, Love and Life After Divorce. Those are probably the two best ways to reach out. I love DMs. I love connecting with people and reaching out. So feel free to DM me and um, ask me any questions you have or let me know any comments, something you would like to hear discussed on the podcast. I always love hearing from the listeners. So thank you. Wonderful. And I'll also drop all of your, um, all of those links in the show notes too. So thank if you, you want to check the show notes, then you can contact Tiffany about her work, but we'll see you over in the Facebook group. So uh, bye for now. And again, have a wonderful day uh, and live in gratitude. Have you signed up?
signed up for this week's virtual breathwork circle? Come, breathe, make space for all the abundance and prosperity you are calling in. Breathewithris.com.